Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I am your host, Justin Oswald. You are the co-host. I am the co-host. Brad Livingston. Brad Livingston. And we have the third host. Uh, Heard but never seen. Heard not seen. John. Yep. William. Sap. Will I am. It is William, right? It is. Okay. Yeah. Is it John nothing or anything? No, it's... Johnny? Everyone asks me that all the time. It's just John. It's just John, yeah. Just, it's just John. It's just Justin. It's just Justin. No, it's not just Justin. <laughs> You're right. It is not. Do you remember all the nicknames we had for you when we were younger? I know the nicknames we had for you when we were older. For me? Yeah, ain't no, yeah. Ain't no nicknames for me. What nicknames do you guys have for Justin? J.O., the CEO. Oh, yeah, I remember oh, yeah. that. Uh, that was from high school. Whitey. Little we, Whitey Tidy. Little Whitey little Tidy. Wh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I want to like go down that path. Like, <laughs> We have quite a few. Little Whitey Tidy. I don't know where that came from. That was never like his name that stuck. Yeah, I don't know. No one called me that. I think it was like from... (laughs) At the church? Ah. I think it was from like a summer camp one year, and then it just kind of like stuck for probably three months, and then it like dissipated. J.O. has been around for a long time. Yeah. And then, then, uh, yeah. So, you're the nickname guy. You're the one that's got several nicknames. Yeah. Uh, yep. According to uh, everyone yep. around, around, Sappleseed. around the circle. Sap Master. Little Sap Master. Johnny Half Stack. Half Stack. Johnny Half Shoulder. Rabdo. I don't know if that we called you. I that. mean, I don't think anybody actually called Johnny him. Rabdo. There's <laughs> something that happened. Uh, what else? Johnny Boy. Man. I like Half Stack. Half Stack was a good Kyle. One. That was Kyle's doing. That was Kyle's doing. Half yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That was when we were at Panama City at staff retreat. Was he there? Yeah. Kyle? Remember, Kyle yeah. Came, remember Kyle came out? We all went to breakfast at that pancake joint. Yeah. And John I, got a half stack. I remember that. And yeah. John, Kyle was like, Johnny half stack. And I, I was do. Like, okay. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Speaking of, last time when I was in Destin last time, I went to that pancake place again. That's a straight up problem. It's so good. I but I like sweet breakfast you don't you're not a big mm, sweet breakfast mm, person mm-mm. on occasion i do like i do like pancakes but i don't usually go too hard to. i don't go too hard uh with syrup the syrup i go light on the syrup they had tim, a, tim williams is trying to coin a nickname for me as well which Ooh. is not working at all well tell me what it is i can help that's okay i'm, I'm, not, gonna t- I'm texting him i'm gonna text him right now don't no, Ooh. I shouldn't have said it. Yep. You shouldn't have said it. I mean, Dang, you, know, I didn't, you knew I was going to text him. I, don't know I didn't realize you were that that uh, consistent with his conversations with him. So, Bro, me and Tim talk all the time. Oh, no. Yep, you're done. Look where I've gotten myself into. You're done. Bro, what's the nickname you're trying to give <laughs> John <laughs> Sapp? While that's happening, what else is going on? Man, you, uh, you're at a wedding this weekend. Knoxville, Tennessee. Nate's wedding. Nate Pope Joy. All this traveling. Speaking of, did he put in a request for these days off for his honeymoon? (laughs) 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 Nate said, I'm out. Yeah. We need to call a Navy. 
ship him back. Yeah. Like, hey, Nate, Nate, Nate got married. Got married uh, Sunday. 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 My whole days Sunday. are off because normally weddings are on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So the whole thing felt weird. Yeah. I thought Saturday was Friday, and I thought Sunday was Saturday, and I thought yesterday was Sunday. <sighs> what a day. Yeah. So yesterday was in a car all day, the back seat of a car. With quite the entourage. Yes, it was. You, Juwan. Eli, Eli production Chris and PC yeah yep it was a good time we had a good trip and then there was some other people from the church that were at the wedding yeah y'all know Nate he's been on here from a time or two one of our uh staff assistant staff and ministry assistant mm-hmm staff working, working with college and students um anyways um yeah he's had, had a wedding it was a good wedding it was in Knoxville so we were up there it was a good time but uh I was ready to be home yeah I, I told the pipeline last night, I was like, yeah, like half, like half our team was like in Knoxville this past weekend. <laughs> I was like, listen, from now on, we're, we're not, we're either hiring interns that are already married or single and not getting married. We're not. <laughs> yeah. It was a joke, uh, by the way. It was fun. It was, uh, opportunity. Uh, you know, coming home is never as exciting as going there. It seemed like it took twice as long that's to what, get home. That's exactly what Eli said. It really felt that way. We did make one more stop, but it's still. Like a seven-hour drive, though, right? Eight. Eight. Eek. All that to say, though, like, everyone's kind of over it. So, like, oh, on yeah. your The right anticipation back, getting yeah. there. Everyone's laughing and joking. Like, joking, and having a good time, you know. On the way back, you're like, oh, I just want to be home. Yeah. Seriously. You know, and Knoxville didn't have many options for flights out of Pensacola. So, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, you didn't really have much of a choice. If like Nashville's got a Southwest direct flight, that would have been easy. You know, I'll pay for the convenience. I'll pay a little more usually. Especially I, like Knoxville. That's like an hour and 20 minute flight. Probably not even that. Yeah. Maybe that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't make it worth it if you got layovers. And before you know it, no, you've you got to go to Charlotte. You got to be two hours early yeah, to the yeah, thing. And uh, before you know it, you've ate up eight hours and you could have drove. But yeah, that's, about uh, how, that's about that Charleston situation. Yeah. But that little, uh, if they had a little direct flight, that would have been nice. But it was a good time. Knoxville is my first time there. That was a cool, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool little, little city. It's not little, really. Um, you know, any college town can be kind of fun. There's a lot to do. So it was yeah. cool. There was some good. I, actually, we didn't eat really good food. I mean, I was hoping to try to eat some good, like food you don't like local, stuff. some local stuff. But we really didn't get that opportunity. To be honest with you, what's Knoxville known for? I don't know if they're known for anything food wise. Like, like, I feel like the closest to like Memphis, like well, the other side of the city state. that's notorious. Closest city that's known for something food wise would be Memphis. Is what I mean. Like Memphis. I mean, I don't know how close Memphis is on the other side of the state, but yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I was just still, you can always find like good local food no matter what. You yeah. Know. But we really didn't get to do that. Um, just be honest with how the, the timing of everything was, but it was fun. Nate, Nate and Leah had a, Leah, you know, she serves in our uh, preschool. PC kids. Yeah. Preschool. She, uh, it, was, it was a good wedding. Um, they had a good wedding. Ceremony was good. Reception was, was good. Everybody had, you know, it was fun. It was a good time. I was glad to be home. I have a lot to do this week. Got a few things going on. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I got home. Um, I got home yesterday, went straight to a board meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a meeting last night. So, I went straight to that. PYP. And, yeah. So, yeah. that was, actually, I went home. I had enough time to run home and change my shirt. And then, 
to the board meeting until about 7. Got home about 7.30 after being on the road all day. So I went unpacked, kind of got in bed. And then I uh, got up early this morning. We had a little thing at uh, 7.30 this morning. So Well, there you go. But I'm here. And uh, got a lot to do. So There you have it. There you have it, folks. That's a fun. Uh, it's a blast, isn't it? Fun stuff. Party. Party on. Tim says, "Big John, is that what is that yeah, how it goes? Yeah, it's. Just, does it have the pitch thing too? It John. does. It does have the weird pitch thing too. Big John, I'm not yeah. saying that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not sticking. He's like, I'm gonna make it stick. I'm like, it's not sticking, dude. Like, I've had several different. I don't know. Tim nicknames. can really mobilize some people though. So he well, <laughs> he has he hasn't yet. I don't think so. Keep it up, Tim. Tim, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you carry this out, bro. Keep it up, so Tim. You know. Gonna make this a real thing. Uh, so, yeah, how was no. Sunday around TC, around these parts? Sunday was good, man. I mean, Pretty it was a good day. You, you know, wrapping up spring break. So, there's a lot of people traveling, both to the wedding and just otherwise. You know, people finishing up their last weekend of spring break. So, um, all in all, I mean, the crowds crowds were decent. Energy was decent. Um, so, like, it was a. Pretty good day, you know. It's one of those things where it's like you could tell a lot of your regular people that are like around were gone. Um, yeah, but to the average person that calls TC home, they they probably it probably just felt like a normal day. Like, surely it um, did. Which you know, a normal day for TC is still like a giant party. But oh yeah, um, but what yeah. is normal? You know, what is normal really though? So it was good, man. We uh, sermon the next episode for sushi, sex, and subtitles, round tres. Did y'all so. have the little uh, little instrumental action going on? We did absolutely. Yeah, played the next episode for the announcements. La di da di da. That's so. a good song. That was a good one. Yeah, I liked that one. That one really did a lot in service. Yeah, I hear something weird. Do y'all hear it? Sounds like an air conditioner. Maybe it's just in my headphones. It sounded weird. Okay, sorry. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, so, you know, Saturday there was a lot going on. Um, like There was the rehearsal dinner. Like I, I wasn't a part of that, but, like, with all the people for the wedding afterwards, it's like yep. we all just, like, met up and we're hanging out, you know. So we got to bed really late Saturday night. So Sunday morning I saw your mom and dad, and um, I don't know where we were. We ran into him. We ran into him out front of the hotel. They were saying the okay. same hotel. Pastor Dan officiated the wedding. And uh, your mom says, uh, Miss Kathy says, man, uh, we watched service. Um, we watched the service on the live stream this morning. It was really good. I said, Miss Kathy, I ain't going to lie to you. We got in late, so we slept <laughs> in. I'm about to catch it on the way home later. <laughs> uh, yeah. We Well, let me tell you, we stayed in quite the hotel. I didn't know your dad was there. Oh, yeah. He had asked me a few weeks ago what hotel we were staying at, and I told him. And it never clicked with me because he called me Friday. He called me Friday and said, hey, what time are y'all going to be in town? And I said, we'll be in in the afternoon. Well, we were leaving Saturday, so I thought he meant in town tomorrow. So we'll be in Mm. sometime in the afternoon. He said, so you'll be here any any minute now because it was the afternoon when he called, Friday. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, we're leaving in the morning. He's like, oh, I thought y'all were coming today. He said, we're already here. We're staying in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were staying in Pigeon Forge the whole time. And we're just going to drive the hour or whatever to Knoxville for the the things. 
the sales was in my head. Well, we're there Saturday. We're getting in an Uber to go down to meet to Nate and all that. They're staying downtown yeah. in a real nice place. And we're standing out front, and I hear someone say, y'all waiting for an Uber? Turn around, and it was Pastor Dan. Oh, yeah. It was like, what are you doing here? He's like, told that actually. Yeah, that's where we're staying. And I was like, oh, this place is sketchy, right? He was like, oh, man, it was rough. So the hotel that he was staying at, y'all were all staying at the same hotel? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, luckily, the rooms have been remodeled in the, in, in the last, I'd say, two years. Yeah. And I was, when we got in the lobby, they had done some remodel, but they just looked, it looked like they were, you know, putting lipstick on a pig, you know? Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, yeah. the hallways, we got off the elevator on our floor and the hallway was like, I was like, oh my, this is going to be rough. You know, when you could just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could see it, smell it, it the carpet yeah. was nasty. Yeah. And I was Wet. like, oh my God. And then we got to our room and I was like, oh, this is not as bad. Yeah. But it was just. Uh, Me and Ash stayed in one of those in New Orleans. It was a Clarion. So come to find out, Pastor Dan said he talked to the lady at the counter, and she said when um, all of the people in the area through COVID were getting like their their stimulus checks, people like moved out of their houses and moved into hotels, and they, she said they trashed it over the last two years. It's like wow, really? So they've been trying to get them remodeled and stuff. They started with the rooms, and then they're working their way. They're going to do the hallways and stuff. They did the lobby, but I was like, that's unfortunate. I don't know why you would move into a hotel. I, I don't understand what. I don't understand that, but that's what the lady said. But it was just rough. Interesting. Had had I known, because we were trying to be cheap, like I didn't want to spend a fortune to go to this wedding, but we went to Nate's room at the Embassy Suites right downtown. <laughs> had I known our hotel was going to look like that for another hundred dollars a night, I'd have paid it. <laughs> I'd, have, yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. Have, I'd have swiped the card or something. Just to, yeah. it was much nicer of a, of a yeah. place, but. Um, you know, it was fun, but it was just funny. Your parents were there too. So they were, yeah, well, they were uh, enduring. Of course, your dad said he stayed in much worse. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'll bet. So, um, but no, so, um, they watched live the service Sunday. I did not catch it, um, live. Well, Well, so there's being a bad Christian, I guess. Shame on you. I know. (laughs) It's all right. We'll get it. Hmm. So how'd it go? Let's, let's let's talk through it. It was good. We preached. We came. We worship. We preached. Conquered. We conquered. We. Um, hold on. Let me pull up my stuff here. I got it too. Yeah. No, we talked about the next episode, and so the basic idea for the next episode is really stemming from this concept of like how a lot of people don't flip the switch between being single and being married. Okay. So like there's a, there's a big difference, you know, and I, I was, I opened up talking, telling a story about how I was watching Netflix one time and I fell asleep on the couch. And when I woke up, it was obvious a lot had happened in the show, but I wasn't, I was like, Oh wow. Like that person's dead (laughs) or, them two are together now or like something, you something. Know, yeah i was like oh wow like and then i had to go back to the menu i was like oh i i missed three episodes like being you know asleep or whatever and i was not only in, in a different episode i was in a different season so i had transition seasons and i was talking about how auto plays and i was talking about how for a lot of people in life we don't pay attention to the fact that that things have to change when we go to the next episode and how a lot of people are trying to live married they're trying to live single while being married 
because they never understood the necessary change that it was going to take to go from being single to being married and how like, so you have to be intentional about that. And so the whole, you know, we were talking about marriage. We were just about being married and, 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 you know, some of those things. Um, and as we were talking about it, man, my phone is tripping. Uh, as we were talking about it, we were, um, kind of giving helpful tips for what it looks like to be invested, uh, and have a better marriage to live in the next episode. Kind of the way we phrase it was like decisions you're going to have to make to live in the next episode. Gotcha. Um, and so that's what we did and my phone won't pull up my notes. So that's cool. So, um, what do you got like an iPhone eight over there? No, I got, I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's the interwebs. I mean, it might be the interwebs. Yeah. It's yours down too. Mine's, mine's being weird. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. Now we're in trouble. I have kept stuff it up. up. Should have kept it open. Why it's working. Justice Matthew twenty twenty eight was the scripture. Yep. The Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve. Yep. And uh, to give his life give as his a life ransom, ransom for many. many. That's right. And then uh point the, the I don't know if this was one of the points, but you have it it was in the notes of you have fully bought in have you fully, fully bought into living beyond, beyond yourself. yourself. Right. Yeah. And so we were just talking about, and what we, what the main point of that was helping people understand that though we're, the conversation is about marriage right now, it's more about how do we, it's Christians who are married, uh, serve their spouse out of a Christian duty, not a, a duty of a spouse. And so we were talking about how like your marriage should be a testimony of your faith in Christ, what it's your good. family says about you and what your kids say about you and what, how your friend circle talks, you know, how they would describe how you treat your spouse should be an indicator of your Christian journey that's because good. that's where you show up. Right. And so, um, so we, we read through Ephesians four and we kind of unpacked that for a minute and then we jumped into the decisions that we're going to have to make. And since you have them up, I'll let you read those. Um, but uh, the first decision we're going to have to make, we've decided that... Uh, we've decided to move from increasing me to investing in we. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the idea that it's like me, 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 my, my, my is like, but you're married now. Like, Yeah, there is you no gotta, you. Yeah, the, it's us. You got to invest in we now and in, in us. And, um, you know, I think not enough people do that. You know, they're still trying to get trying to live their life. And it's like, well, now it's it's a group thing. You know, it's like, it's, it's a couple, it's, it, we're doing this together. Yeah. Um, and so just paying attention to like, to those things are, are super important. Um, but also understanding like, man, you have to be intentional to invest. Like one of the things we talk about on Sunday is, you know, we're looking for God to bless something, but we're not putting everything we can into it. That's good. So it's like, God, I want you to bless my marriage. Like I'm not going to sacrifice for it or, carve out time for date nights or like, you know what I mean? Or, or, uh, do intentional things for my spouse to show her and you know, in my case, show her how much I care about her. Um, but I want you to bless it. It's like, well, that's, you know, like, that's not how that works, yeah, good luck. you know? And, and I even said it like in the sermon, I was like, nothing, nothing happens. Like you don't wake up one day, 20 years from now and magically unintentionally and unconsciously have a great marriage. Like if you're going to have a good marriage, you're going to wake up every day and choose to have a great marriage and sacrifice and invest in it. Um, 
and that's important, you know. So, and for every point, every decision that we talked about, so we decided from, you know, um, to move increasing media, increasing media investing, and we, for each thing we've decided, we also kind of give like a little pro tip, like here's something you can do to help with this. Um, and so the, that one is start how you want to finish, start how you want to finish. And my dad, passion in was really uh, big on this. He kind of invested this into me in my marriage early on. And I'm grateful for him. Cause you know, and just like every good father, I think should, he's like, here's the things that I failed at as a husband. And I don't want you to fail at him too. Um, uh, which is, you know, it's great. And so he was like, man, you know, I remember he was talking about being in ministry in particular, you know, so we're both in the the same field and he was talking about how, um, being in ministry, there's always an emergency. (laughs) So it's always like, man, I got to take care of this. Um, and he was talking about how for like the first 10 years of his marriage, it was like, he wasn't investing in the marriage because there was always something that came up. Like there was always an emergency. There was always a problem. There was always something that needed to be handled. Right. Um, and so it was like, man, once we get to a season in our life or in our ministry where it's less chaotic, then we'll start doing date night regular date nights regularly. Then we'll start investing in each other. Then we'll start taking vacations. Then we'll start. And that's you know, just over, not how that works. That's yeah. Right. Over time you realize like, that's not, how you know what i mean like right you 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 don't wake up one day it's like ah oh, this season of life is slower it's like no like there's always something going on so if you if 10 years from now you want to be going on date nights once a week then it's worth it's worth starting that way start how you want to finish in other words so if you want to finish investing in each other if you want to finish going on date nights if you want to like then that's how you need to start um and so yeah he kind of he was really instrumental in helping me understand that process. So I like what, uh, I don't know in the context, I I know it's about marriage, but, um, Craig Rochelle, I just saw, maybe it was like on an Instagram clip or something, but he talks like a lot about marriage and things like that. And he's talking about like, you know, things you should do, you know, date nights and pray Mm -hmm. with your spouse every, every day. And he says, if you miss a day, don't miss two. Like talking about mm, that's good. I, I like just I like that. Like if you miss yeah. a day, don't miss two. Right. You know, like yeah. sometimes things come up or whatever, but like right. Don't don't. Miss that's good. Two. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then of course, uh, there's there's also scripture with some of these. You know, it's like we say every week. Um, yeah, go listen. To the the, 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 they get the whole the whole picture of the the message. But there's there's some scripts there. Ephesians five one and you've, some of Ephesians five. Yeah, it's mostly pop, Ephesians five throughout that stuff. Pop pops in there, so yeah. um, that's good. Yep. So we decided to do that. Uh, second one, we've decided to move from conditional care to sacrificial love. Man, this one's a this one's kind of a big one, and I think that I don't think enough people really pay attention to it. But how often the um, how often the way we care for the people that we love is conditional and not sacrificial? Yeah. It's like when you meet my needs, when you're doing the things that I want, when you're doing things my way, when you're that's good. Like when you're checking all these boxes, I'm going to show you that I care for you. But if you're not checking these boxes, you know, it's like, man, conditional care is a, it's exhausting because who can really live up to that standard? And B, it's like that's not that's not how Jesus showed up for us, right? And it's not how we should be showing up for our spouse. It's sacrificial love, which is like even when you don't check these boxes. 
I love you and I'm going to care for you. Like even when you don't do the dishes or when you don't mow the grass or even when you don't uh, show me the affection or give me the, you know, whatever your love language is, like even when you don't show up that way for a season of life, even if we're, you know, whatever, like even if all of those things change, those are all just conditions, but our love for each other isn't based on conditions. It's based on sacrifice. It's good. Right. And so like we are giving sacrificial love to one another and not just conditional care. Um, and that's a big one, man. Cause I feel like that's just like so prominent. Our culture, like it's just so like about us. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, and I think that's like, you know, I think with marriage, cause you know, I've been in it for a while now. I think with marriage is like a lot of times we get stuck on these five love, love languages, you know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, if you're not doing this for me, then it's not going to work. Right. And it's like, well, I mean, yes, mm-hmm. we should, you know, try and, you know, be whatever you need. Sure. But like being that all the time is, is exhausting. Yeah. Like we have to find some middle ground sometimes and compromise a little bit, but you know, just always have that, um, that sacrificial love. Uh, towards each other because if you don't it just becomes this like betting game yeah you know yeah betting game don't yeah. you say yeah yeah well especially because it's like you know like I, I think we so rarely take into consideration we give ourselves a lot of grace when we're having bad days bad weeks bad months right or even like for some like bad years you know like some people that whole some of that through COVID was like that was a rough, a very a extended rough season. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like we give ourselves so much grace when we're going through bad days, weeks, months, years, whatever. But like when our spouse is going through it or a friend that's going through it, like we expect them to just like, hey, you need to turn that around, man. Like you need to, you know, from a married concept, you need to step up. You need to like, I know you're not feeling great, but you know, I need you to meet my love language or meet this standard or whatever check this box for me and don't get me wrong man i think there there is i mean i mean me and ashley have gone through seasons of our marriage where um you know we had some hard conversations she's like hey like i do need this from you like this is an area of my life that i need you to show up in but i i didn't love her less on the days where she didn't hit the mark right yeah or and vice versa she didn't love me less on the days that i didn't hit the mark like so it's important that we communicate to our spouse what we need from them. It's just also important that we give them grace when they may not hit the mark the way we need them to, yeah. even if it's for an extended period of time. Cause it's like, man, that's so hard. And I think another thing that goes along with that, it's nothing to do with our notes, but I think another thing that goes along with that is I think for spouses, don't be shocked and don't get an attitude when you have to repeat that again. Cause it's like, well, we've talked about this. You should just remember it. And it's like, Nah, like, (laughs) nah, uh, I definitely forgot that. Or it's just not my natural state of mind to be there. Like, so you're going to have to remind me of that. And, you know, for spouses, like, you know, I love Ashley more than anything, but she has to tell me the same things sometimes semi-frequently. And it's not that I don't care or don't love her. It's just I go back to loving her the way I want to be loved, not the way she needs to be loved. And she has to remind me like, Hey, I'm glad you're doing that, but I don't really care about that. I do care about this thing over here though. So like, can you, and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's my bad. Like we, we go back to loving people the way we want to be loved and not the way they need to be loved. Which is why the love languages are important to know. Sure. Because you know, if you're not, if you're, 
if you're if you feel like now I'm not married, but just observationally, you it's know, in your book. You know, it's in the book. Um, <laughs> you know, but when your when your spouse, it's not that they're not like to be like I don't feel like they're showing me that they love me. It's like maybe that you got to also remember what their love language is, and they're just exactly. like you said, they're they're giving you you know in their mind they are giving right. love because you know right. so you do have to always stay on top of that because yeah. it, it is different you know yeah like i'm the world's worst gift giver you know so it's like yeah. you needed gifts from me i'm the world's worst gift giver to anybody except my wife and it's only yeah. because i've had a lot of practice like i mean you remodeled pretty much remodeled whatever you oh, were remodeling heavens. over the weekend when she was out over of town. the weekend when she was out of town yeah yeah, I'm still recouping from that, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it, seriously. Well, that's the thing. It's like, but even then, like one of the things that she's had to learn, right, is like if I, I am a big, if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing person. Mm. So like I never swing for the fences. I swing for the stars. Like I, like it's just, it's in my DNA. I can't help it, you know? So it's like, I'm going to like change them. So she knew I was doing a couple things at the house. For anyone that doesn't know, I, my wife went out of town Friday and Saturday with my sister and my nieces and one of the young ladies from our church. They went out of town, went, they have a favorite TV show and they went to the filming locations and whatever. So while she was gone, I planned to redo the living room and the kitchen at our house and like change some of it. Well, she knew I was going to be doing it. She didn't know the extent that I was going to. So when she got back, she was like, holy smokes. You know, like, and one of the things that she has acknowledged is like that the level, like the level of, I'll use the word like excellence and the extent that I went to, to do this thing for her. Like, it's not just that I did something for her, but like the fact that I showed up and did it the way that I did it and that I knew exactly what she wanted. Like, mm. yeah, all those. like all those things. Like, so there's more than just like, Oh, you did a thing for me, but it's like, no, you've paid attention to the things that I've wanted and asked for and blah, blah, blah. blah. So it's, that it's the details. Stuff. It's the details. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, she's, she's able to appreciate not just that I did something for her, but how I showed up in it and the extent of swinging for the, moon or whatever aiming for the stars whatever yeah that i that i did for that which you know whatever so it was good that's cool so yeah um i think she's, but yeah i think you're right john she's like it's not conditioned like some days or sometimes you go through a season where it's just like i don't I, I can't show up the way you need me to show up all the time and and still like it's sacrificial love to continue to to be in that space and then just a reminder, like to some people, like, well, I've already told them that I don't like that or I need this. So I shouldn't have to tell them again. And it's like, honey, you got to tell them again. Like you're going to have to tell them probably four times a year for the rest of your life. So you might as well just get used to that. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, literally every time. So me and Ashley have a thing that we do where we go for a walk and every time, it's like once a month, lately it's been a little less frequent than that, but we're getting back to like our patterns. So once a month when we're on a walk, it's like, I just ask her a question, how can I love you better? Like, how can I be better for you as a spouse? Yeah. What's bad is her answer is almost always the same. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> 
you know, after like the third time of hearing it, it like it starts to like set off a little bit of like. A, it's very triggering. Yeah. Yeah, it's very You're triggering. Just, like, you can't react out of it. You got to like figure. Yeah, out you have how to, to fix just it. receive it. Yeah. It, yeah. No, well, the thing is, is like, you know, so I wouldn't say every time like she acknowledges, but she's like, it's not where she wishes it was. So it's still the same answer. You know, and so like I'm like okay, but like, am I getting better at it? She's like, oh no, you're way better at it. I just wish you were even better at it than you are. And I was like, okay, well I'll I'll receive that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, but, so it's just funny how there are some things that like you know you gotta you know you have to work on it. And she tells you like, hey, please please work on this or whatever. Yeah. But like it's that one thing that's gonna make you the most uncomfortable to figure out, and like it just like there's a internal battle inside oh, of you that you have to like. Yeah wages war they yeah. have no idea yeah it's like i'll just change this thing it's like That's well funny. you know yeah anyway just looking into like a little bit of a you know, a marriage here yeah like 12 years in 12 <laughs> years in you guys are 12 years in right now too yeah us too john you got married at like 12 though i did how old were you <laughs> i was 19 19 she was, 19. She was what 18 18 <laughs> big mistake rarity <laughs> It is a rarity. Y'all probably will stay together forever. Oh, you betcha. I mean, that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we went in for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the uh tip, pro tip that I had for that one. Um, make the choice ahead of time. Make the choice ahead of time. And one of the things we talked about on Sunday is how a lot of times we don't uh a lot of times we try to make the decision to be sacrificial and not conditional in the moment. Mm-hmm. So when things aren't going well, <clears throat> right. it's like, no, 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 you got to choose that before you get to the argument or before you get to the fight or before you get to the moment where she's not, or he's not meeting your need. Right. Uh, you got to make that decision ahead of time. Cause if you're trying to make the decision in the moment, that's not going to go well for you or them. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Next we've decided, we've decided to move from commonality to communication. Ooh, commonality to communication essentially what we were talking about on sunday is you know when you first get together you have so much to talk about you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you're talking about your friend circle and sex and you're buying a new house and sex and <laughs> <laughs> and uh joining bank accounts and sex. sex and you know you get a new car each other yeah 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 and sex, sex. No, when you first get married, it it's not hard to stay connected. Yeah. Because um, that's just part of life. You know, it's like, um, it's new, it's fresh, it's fun, it's sexy. It's all of those things, you know. <laughs> um, but then time goes by. And, like, the newness has worn off, you know. It's, like, not to say that, I mean, for some people, they lose interest in sex and whatever. Like, um, that's not the case for every couple. But all that to say is, like, the newness, the common out, the things that you have in common that it was, it used to be so easy to go on a date and laugh and talk. Now that's kind of gone away. Uh, Did you guys ever see the movie uh, Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell? Mm, I think I've seen it bits and pieces. Okay. Uh, The opening scene is hilarious so it's like in a restaurant and they're showing like people's feet under the table it's like a fancy restaurant so people's feet on the table and it's like high heels and like dress shoes and like the high the girl's high heels foot is like rubbing against the guy's (laughs) leg and like it goes and it bounces around and then it like 
hones in on Steve Carell and whatever that girl's name is. Um, and he's wearing like baggy khakis with some white new balances and she's wearing, I don't know, whatever shoes she's wearing, yeah. but it's like, and like it, it, you all of a sudden can hear their conversation and it's like, uh, do you want dessert? She's like, I guess if, you want dessert and it, you could tell they just had nothing to talk about yeah. the whole you could tell that it was a very boring date um and it right. reminds me of that scene when we talk about this because it's like man uh every married couple that's been married more than a few years knows what it's like to go on a date and get done with that date and be like man that kind of sucked not that the person was no good but it's just like the conversation was stale like it almost kind of felt forced yeah um and it was like we went on a date because we were supposed to go on a date, but we didn't right. like prepare for it. We didn't like, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like we did the thing we know we're supposed to. It's kind of like how some people are with church attendance. But anyways. Um, hey. hey. So, um, but yeah, it was just kind of, it, it is what it is. And so um, we were talking about how when your commonality, the things you have in common, as those decrease, your communication has to increase. Um you have to get better at talking and better at communicating and better at um, letting your partner or spouse into your mental space and and um, becoming intentional and all those things. Um, and so uh, that's what basically what we were talking about with that one. So nice and communication. I started intentionally not talking about some stuff with Savannah just so I can build up some stuff to talk to her about whenever we do either go on a date or we're just sitting in bed, you know, after Theo falls asleep and like talking. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. Oh, okay. Talking. Yeah. Just talking, <laughs> you know, I mean, not in the same room. <laughs> yeah. With Theo whenever he's sleeping. Cause he usually sleeps. Like, he falls asleep like with us, but, um, yeah. So, I mean, it helps, you know, not have, the conversation be, oh, hey, what'd you do today? Oh, I did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that was the end of the conversation. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it does help. You know, I don't know if that's a tip for anybody that's been married for a while, but, you know, just like having a couple things in your head, not say anything for the week and then talk yeah. to her about it. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, man. And uh, Keeps things from getting dry. Yeah. And yeah. we put a blog out on social media. It's we on did. our website, too. Yeah. There's some links in there about uh, some conversation starters if anyone needs help with that. Something uh, I use. I I downloaded those, or I say downloaded. I did some research and got some links to some pages that uh, are just conversation starters, like ways to ask questions and all that stuff, which I think go the tip for that one is like dreaming again, right? Yeah, dream together again. Dream together again. You know, it's like one, I mean, one of mine and Ashley's favorite thing to do is like, Talk about if we won a hundred million dollars, what would we do? You know what I mean? It's like we, she would start, you know, four pit bull rescues or whatever. Of course, I would. You know, we'd <laughs> we'd. Uh, that sounds like work. Not to her, she would love it the rest of her life. That would. Be I might would donate her. to an existing one, but I'm not going to start. No, one. she's going to start one. No, that sounds like what, a job. Yeah, I ain't trying to do that. Her dream is if she won that much money. To start four pit bull rescues and then pay Carrie to run them all. <laughs> why not just wants. have Carrie? Why don't she? I mean, like, no, like, I don't know if she means start it, but like buy the property and build oh, the oh, facility. Oh. Like, uh, I, gotcha. so, I don't necessarily mean like replace Carrie's thing, but just I like see. she wants to 
create rescue like a, more dogs yes essentially yeah we can have yeah there's 600 beds at this dog rescue you know like the whole nine and, and pay you know two three five staff members appropriately to really be able to care for these dogs like that's her she would in a heartbeat that's her so yeah so yeah i'd try to help all the humans that exist would you no. <laughs> I'm trying to help some humans. I didn't say I meant all the humans. Yeah, not all. Uh, yeah. Some not humans. You can have all of them knocking on a your door. A lot of humans. Yeah. You can help some humans. Yeah. A lot of humans. Townhome. That's yours. big. That, that's life change money right there. It is. 100 million. For is. a lot of people around you, not just you. 100 million. You do 100 million right. You don't have to spend the 100 million. I mean, yeah. I would. I mean, I would probably. Yeah, I'd definitely spend. I'd spend about probably 20 of it. I told. I like. I, I told the Lord I'd. Tithe fifty percent. If you let me win the lottery, Ashley said fifty. And I was like, now we're not gonna win. <laughs> it ain't a tithe if yeah. you get fifty. What's that? It ain't a tithe if you get fifty. It's an offering. No. Hey, we'll take it. Well, a hundred million, fifty million. It's fifty percent. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of money. She was like fifty. Golly, he only asked for ten. I was like, now we're not gonna it's win. More than a tithe. Yeah. That heart. I yeah. would. Uh, I would obviously would tithe. I. Obviously. I wouldn't even though like this is my church that I even serve in. I would not give that much because there's only so much we can do with it too. I would nonsense. I would. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, at <laughs> no, some point. At yeah. some point. Um, because we have like TCIG and stuff. Oh, no, we could. We the, could. We it definitely would be different. But a lot of churches, you're right. Yeah. 100%. But even. But like two, and then like. Um, you know, running in the nonprofit circle in locally, there's a yeah. lot of good nonprofits. And obviously, you don't, each one doesn't need a million bucks, but I mean, some of these $100,000 would go so far. Absolutely. And there's so many good organizations in our city. I would definitely spread the wealth around. Of course, I would tithe and do stuff in my church yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. No, too. I get it. I this, get all it. this building issues we're having and all that would be Ugh. over with. Yes. But, um, anyways, just we, waiting on that. We don't want to, we could fantasize about that all day. Yep. Show good. Where are we at next? We decided to move from spontaneity to intentionality. Spontaneity to intentionality. Basically, the thing we talk about on Sunday is, you know, some people have drew an equivalency between spontaneity and romance. I'm not down with that. Yeah, and they were like, what I told them on Sunday was, you know what another word for spontaneity is? Sporadic. So it's like... If you want to have a, a spontaneous love life, you're going to have a sporadic love life. You know, spontaneous romance, you're going to have sporadic romance. What you could, what you should have is intentional love life and intentional romance and into, like being intentional. And whether that's conversations, whether that's for some people, they need to plan their sex life. You know, married couples like that's you. That's you. Like I know Sometimes couples you right do now that like. Do, you know? It is on their calendar, and if that's what you need to stay connected to your spouse, and you know you and your spouse know yourself well enough to do that, more on you, right? And it's not, you know, that's not where everyone lives in there. You can have a healthy marriage and that not be something you have to do for your physical connection, right? But for some people, they know themselves well enough to say, hey, this matters enough that we put it on our calendar. Well, hey, whatever. That's what in being intentional looks like for you, good for you. For some people, it's just having some links in the document to make sure when you go on date night, you have something to talk about or that you plan date night with a little bit more than what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? You know, and then you finally end up at Chili's or whatever. So like just 
You're going to want to do that. No doubt. I heard that. So plan what's important. Don't even need to elaborate on that. Boom. The last one. Uh, we've decided to move from the past to the present. Yep. That's just letting go of what's behind. You know, you're hurt. Your hang-ups. They failed you. You failed them. Best version of your marriage is in front of you if you choose to let it be. If you just keep talking about what's behind you, then the best version of your marriage is behind you. It's good. That's all it is. Indeed. So... If you want to know more, um, I got a book coming out soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is it? Single and married. (laughs) Single guy. Single man's guide to marriage. Single man's guide to marriage. Am I, can I write the forward for it? (laughs) Sure. Yes. Uh, Really looking forward to this. I think you, we should, I I really think you should do it. I should. I think it would be. I just, got off time, I guess. Be intentional. Be intentional. To write a parody book. That would be. Amazing, because you also have a second volume yeah. about parenting. Yeah, the non-parents guide to parenting. Yeah, absolutely. That's gonna be the fun one. That the taglines, the the what do they call it? The uh, not the title, but the whatever the the, the, the subtitle. Or subtitle whatever. is what you ought to do is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know parents love to hear that. Yeah. What you ought to do is. And then you can write a second one, and the subtitle for that would be "My kid would never." Ah, oh. there you go. So, yeah. Yeah. Single man's guide to marriage and the non-parent's guide to parenting. <laughs> You'd be able to buy them as a bundle. <laughs> oh, uh, man. That's funny. That'll be great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. should yep. do some, some I actually research. think I actually think the parenting may actually have better stuff in it than the marriage one. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I need see to lay this bad boy out. Maybe we'll just be a uh, a, a download deal. Ah, digital download. <laughs> digital, digital download. download. <laughs> digital download only. Yeah, getting a publisher may be tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. I don't think so, man. I think if somebody can get behind the might satire. Be tough uh, concept. We'll I've, I've honestly seen worse, way worse, and had they have been published and put Absolutely. on shelves. Surely, absolutely. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious. It'd be funny. Oh so. man, it'd be great. Yeah. I really think you should do it. Anyways, I support it. Hundred yeah, percent. There we go. Yeah. So I want to make it mandatory. You carve out an hour of your week to start working on your books. Speaking of carving out hours, I heard. We need to talk about something offline that I think we should do for the staff. Oh, oh boy. I saw. Um, but y'all know Rob Deerdeck? Yeah. He's got a podcast. First of all, Rob Deerdeck. Is that how you say it? Deerdeck? Deerdeck. Right? Yeah, Deerdeck. he's a genius. Um, he's got a whole lot going on. And now his time is spent, his company is called the Deerdeck Machine. Mm-hmm. They're all about like entrepreneurship and investing in other brands, com- brands and yep. companies and stuff like that. Almost like Gary Vee esque. Yeah, yeah, and he has a podcast. So I saw it on TikTok, but they do. He's got clips on his TikTok channel of, of his podcast because it's like I guess it's a YouTube channel too, whatever. But, anyways, um, he has guests on from different companies, and they talk about their company. And it's almost like apparently people go to his website, and you can apply to be on the show, and then they ask all these questions, and he gets a little bit of inf- info, but he has you do like a rundown, like. What is your business? What do you do? What are the pain points right now? What are you trying to accomplish? And like he gives his input to the guest on wow. maybe taking it to the next level. So it's kind of cool if you're like in the entrepreneurship type stuff. But the first like 10 or 15 minutes, he gives like this practical like tip of the day or whatever. 
and he was talking about how, and I've heard this about him before, but he was talking about tackling time, and he was talking about how he manages his time, and and it was just the the one I listened to this morning was just really good about how when you come to terms with how important every hour is, and he was talking about maximizing and how he does his, you know, why his counter is important to him, and he doesn't allow, you know, he he works in time with the wife and the kids and all those things, but he's like, you know, I got friends that I, people I really care about that they come into town and they'll hit me up. Like I'm in town. You want to grab dinner tonight? And he's like, my answer is no. He's like, I try to tell people like, if you're going to be in town. Like you got to hit me like a month out, three weeks out. Yeah. And he's like, it's not. And he said, I like it like that. It's not that I don't want to be with them. He said, but it's, I'm too intentional with what I'm doing because I'm trying to accomplish a lot of stuff, even with my family, and but with what I'm doing, and that's how I like it. And, yeah, and I'll, I'll put true, you man. on there if I care about you, but this out of the blue stuff just doesn't work. And he was kind of talking about how every hour matters. And he started. You say that. Good. He started years ago getting up at seven. I guess when he was younger, doing the skateboard thing, they slept. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, when I changed from getting up at seven a.m. to five a.m., how that was a game changer. Oh, hundred percent. And he said that two hours. See, that two hours a day. Seven days a week before your phone starts ringing, before the emails are rolling. Well, he's, in, he's just like, like that's a that's fourteen hours more than the average person, you know. And he was just talking about how much more work or whatever absolutely you can actually do, um, absolutely. you know. Whether it's and he's like, not even work. Like some people love to work, but not even that. He's like, some people say things like, "I want to start going to the gym," or "I want to do yoga," or "I want to start biking." Or he's like, "You got to find time to do that." And he's like, "If you're not taking control of your time, you won't find the time. Yeah, you have to yeah. make it. You, you're not going to find it. You have to make it. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And that, that kind of stuff is good. that one that podcast. I didn't I listen or watch the whole podcast, but I saw it on TikTok the other day. Yeah, it's pretty his. Yeah. So I I subscribed to his channel just this morning. What channel? And, and listen to it's it's called uh, it's called uh, hold on hold on everybody because some of y'all out there in podcast YouTube. If you listen to this podcast, you might want to listen to another one. So it's called Build with Rob. Build with Rob. Um, Rob Dudek is cool. You know, he was always hilarious. Rob's incredible. He was yeah. always hilarious and, and kind of a go-getter, but you could really see, now that he's getting older too, you can see that he really cares about like that kind of stuff. Building. Well, he's always, I mean, building brands has always been important to him, and you know, he got behind Monster when it was, didn't have a lot going on. You know, Ken Block, and he got on that machine, and then, um, you know, he helped... Uh, his cousin um, Drama start Young and Reckless. Yeah, that, I completely forgot about that. that. I forgot really about bad. that too. Yeah. He got behind, like he's been the machine behind a lot of brands. I mean, DC, DC Shoes. If I remember correctly, DC was like not doing well, and he bought like he bought in like thirty percent and helped do a brand revitalization for them. And like that would make that would make sense. I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean, he was, I think it's also sponsored by him for the record, but like, but yeah, he was sponsored by them for a while. I think, yeah, I think whenever he shifted from doing all this skateboard stuff, he definitely jumped yeah. into a lot of entrepreneurship. Uh, yeah, Big Black. He before helped, he passed away, R.I.P. Big Black. R.I.P. Yeah, uh, when he like he, Big Black had his clothing line and all that stuff, he got behind. Like he was the engine behind that. I mean, he's really helped. When you think about, it, you don't think about it because he was always just like the funny skateboarding guy doing crazy antics. But I mean, he really was like. I mean, his laying whole, a business framework back. His then. whole show was his idea. Yeah, like that was that was all him. Like it wasn't, you know, like everyone else came in on it. And they were paid to be there, but like he he started it from the ground up. So yeah. it's like, 
He knows what he's doing. It was yeah. just cool. His podcast is good. I recommend I'm check it out. And then the, hearing that thing about time was just cool because we constantly yeah. are talking about time management and Absolutely. getting better at those things. But yeah. especially like you want to start. I want to start. And I got. I got to get. I, I got. Gotta, I've got today. to get up and get into shape a little bit. I got up with the boys today. I was up at four fifteen this morning, and I don't know if I'm going to keep doing that. That's really early. That's dude. That's too early. That for me, that would be too early. And I get was, up at like five thirty. It wasn't night. that long ago that I was staying up until two a.m. Now I'm trying to wake up at four fifteen. It's tough. The uh, well, and I think the hard part for me is the way my current schedule doesn't make a lot of room for it. Going into September, I got I have a big schedule shift coming this summer, and I think going into September, I may actually be able to start doing some like four thirty stuff. I think for me, it's going to have to be five thirty for the un, like f- until this is you know pipeline. Getting I'm up here, at five. I'm here at church until nine thirty p.m. Yeah, Mondays and Tuesday nights. Like, yeah. There's just no way to slice that differently right now. So. And Sunday night usually pretty late because Sunday nights we're at coffee guy till night. Yeah, I'm getting home at nine thirty, nine forty five on Sunday night. So it's just like my. If you're I, gonna get up that early, you need to be in bed by nine. Yeah, for that to make because you still have to get sleep, which they are. Like, yeah. You talk to like guys like Anthony Ryan. Like I text Ryan, he's like, "Bro, what you doing?" I text him at like seven thirty. He's like, "Hey, what you doing? You want to come over to the house?" Like. Kick it on the back porch, whatever, hang out. And he was like, I'm going to bed in an hour. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot you wake up at 4 o'clock. And it's good because yeah. you do need you need seven hours. Like, yeah. sleep is important. I'm good for six. You're not, though. Like Long term, I don't think you are. I mean, maybe working yeah, maybe, out yeah, may be a little more difficult for that. I think eight's too long. 11 to 5 is usually, like, for me. But 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. is usually yeah. pretty good for me. But nonetheless. But it also no. doesn't help that I also, like, started working out a lot. A little bit heavier lately so like i went to the gym and looked with them then i came home and did a mile and a half with ashley like so i'm also like physical expenditures higher too so yeah but managing your time is important it gives you the ability to make some of these decisions of the things that you know like what you're talking about and and that's super you know super important yeah. so especially because it's like we all have stuff we're trying to do and accomplish well, and goals it all, and it all, all plays into the two like it's the, the, the message and stuff with the spouse and making sure yeah you're making time you know yeah. you prioritize yeah. what's important you know yeah. so me and ashley had 30 minutes together walking outside today and there's tools like at the end of the day even if you use like a google calendar you can share that with your spouse but even within like if you have an iphone if you're an apple family yep there's they have the the the, uh, the native family calendar and family yeah. stuff you know that's there so you know put the stuff on there you know, stuff stuff like that so prioritize what's important all right then well it's worth doing it's worth planning that's it good good times well we got one week left for the series boom so the B party come out this Sunday it's really not gonna be a party but it's just a normal party. We're not having a party. No. Just a regular Sunday for which us, is which is a party. Yeah. We have baptisms, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, yeah. Yeah, so, anyways. All right, cool. Well, Justin, if this podcast made someone think to themselves, yes. I got to have more. Yep, yep, yep. TransformationChurch.com or on social, Instagram, and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. Including YouTube. Including YouTube. All right, guys. John, as always. Half yep. stack. Half stack. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Is that your, is that your, yeah. your sound yep. now? <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> 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 what did I tell you about? Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll catch you catch you next week. God, I'm telling you, I'm going down fast right now. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week for another week, another sermon, another follow up podcast. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.